You're spending the summer with your Auntie Barb. Sending me away for the summer. What a cliche. I'm on the so you're from here? Yeah. Wait. No. I... Okay. Okay. Ew. Hide this. You get high? Look, she gave me, man. Hey. Hey, yourself. I was hoping you'd show up. Guess who got lucky? I can't get her out of my mind. <clears throat> what would you say if I told you I wanted to start selling weed? What's this one? That's a zip. More people bought these, my life would be a lot easier. We should sell more of those. The problem is we're dealing dime bags to teenagers. We need customers who buy in bulk. You didn't know how to use a bomb, and now you're trying to tell me how to flip weed? I have something you've been looking for. Uh, we know you're not cops. That's a good question. Cops can't do that. Sit down. This is going to be more money than either of us have ever seen. They want more. You're not caught up in anything shady, right? <laughs> Daisy, sweetheart, play something celebratory. Happens every summer when the air's so heavy you can't breathe. The nights turn long and sleepless. When you long for cooler times, you know what it is. It's gonna tear you apart. Can't hold on to everything. I think some things you can. Then I hope you're good at being hurt. They say people around East Bar say it cost a billion dollars of damage. And Gown, the podcast where four old millennial fuckers to high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I'm your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish, the class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much. Watched uh, what I thought was like, maybe there was one more episode of Winning Time left, and then right after, find out it was canceled, and that's Surprise. it. Surprise. Surprise. I was like, um, yeah. bullshit. Come Max on. is they're cutting all kind of great shit and it's wild. Yeah. Because like, like someone's gonna show. pick these things up, right? Like Hulu or Netflix or somebody, Amazon. And <laughs> like, it, somebody's and gonna it, pick a lot of this shit up, you have to imagine. And it and it ends on a Boston win. Oh that's the last thing they show. Oh, 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 oh that's fucked I, up. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna tell you which one it was, but oh, people it's since it's since it's supposed to be about the Lakers, yeah. Not about show. It's mostly about it's about the Lakers. Wow. Um he, even though they got uh, what's his name, Michael Chiklis to play uh, Red Auerbach, oh, that was a good character. He's barely wow. around. It's it's a uh, it's that's uh, Jerry West and uh, Jerry Buss. Those the those two characters, and then the the way it went out, 
sucks. That's fucking crazy. Uh, and I'm still mad about it. I don't care about spoilers. Put your ears oh, you're, you're in, in ears. We could just Whatever. get on ESPN and look up what happened. <laughs> Yeah, man. History. history. I'm I'm spoiling history. I will say, Dave, I do know that we have some congratulations in order. You had a birthday the other day, so you're old as me now again. Happy birthday. I I decided uh, this is my last one. 38 is as old as I will ever be. Yeah. That is it. My next birthday, I will be 38, and the birthday after that, 38. 38. So there we go. I I mean, speaking of old, you got quite the gift that I saw. You want to tell the people what, uh, what you got for your birthday gift? Oh, uh, yeah. the, the uh, cameo? Yeah. Dude, I've talked about this before on this show. My favorite musical is an obscure one from the early 1970s about the Declaration of Independence being written called 1776. Sure is. Starring, starring back then a, a little-known actor by the name of William Daniels, who would go on to star as Mr. Feeney on Boy Meets World. Uh-huh. So I get a, uh, a video in, 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 in my text and it is 98-year-old William Daniels talking to me. Um, and it was very, very sweet. It was a Pretty very dope. nice video. Yeah. It's, um, and at the very end, he like does a little line from a song. And I'm like, he's still got it. He's, he's old as shit, but he's, he's still got it. So yeah. I, I got that saved. It, it was very touching. Whenever I think about it, I, I, was, I, 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 I watch it. It's, it was very cool. Probably one of yeah. the coolest things I ever from, I've uh, gotten very nice gift from friend of the pod Bobby Lesh and wife Doctor Lindsay back and then uh, Brian Bedford as well. Um, they they sent it to me before they sent it to you, um, <laughs> and they were like, "He's like, hey, just watch this quick. It's what we got Dave for his birthday." <laughs> and when you said he was ninety eight, I was surprised he wasn't one hundred ninety eight. Yeah. He looks awful now, but it's... It, energy level is still pretty good. It's tough. It's tough. But he played John Adams. Uh, in the film at 41 and he's like if you ever want to play john adams dave you still got some time like that's right i appreciate it maybe one day you'll play john adams that was very sweet yeah it was 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 a really cute video um yeah well flying solo on the lone star state this podcast chief meteorology and trivia correspondent from the class of 01 dana griffin what up dana not much i that is very very cool that Mm -hmm. mr feeney Said hello to you on your birthday and congrats. Kit from Knight Rider himself. Um, yeah. Oh Even better. <laughs> yeah. Home, but on, but on, no. Michael. I can't do that, Michael. You know? <laughs> right. I wouldn't do that, Michael. Um, wow, that's awesome. That is much better. That's really cool. I think the only thing I was going to talk about is like, I probably shouldn't really talk about it too much, but I got hit. I got a little accident last night and I've oh, been shit. dealing with it all day. Were you I'm fine. <laughs> Just Did do you not someone? do not admit fault. Do not say anything like that. Don't do me details. This is evidence. Yeah, I is. was in an accident. The person hit me while changing lanes. Which, in the state of Texas, if you're the one who's changing lanes, you are at fault. I have my it rental car. I have a tow truck coming at some point tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been a day. So yeah, not mm-hmm. as exciting as Bummer. the former head of uh, the SAG Actors Union and Guild mm-hmm. singing a little ditty to me from my favorite musical. But yeah, that's, that's <laughs> he didn't, my He didn't my sing day. it. He, he, um, it was a spoken word performance. Okay, well, <laughs> but, I keep mean, the 98 year old man. Dope. He's 98. Give yeah. yeah, him no. some credit. No, I, anything yeah, else was excited. Amazing. Oh, the Giants won. Comeback victory. Yeah. We're Yay. the biggest. <laughs> I'm and glad my voice shit. is back. Because my, my, I was like screaming so much that yesterday I was like, oh, 
I I throw. I'm not. I'm not in like you know mid season form yeah. yet on my. You gotta warm up screaming. to it. Yeah, I gotta I gotta work my way up. Yeah. But yeah, so that was really an exciting comeback, and then you know six quarters scoreless. Yeah, uh, the worst start in the history of the NFL. <laughs> the worst start yeah. to any season. Uh, on the other hand, Bears suck, um, which is sad for me and Dave. Uh, yeah, Iowa football there. finally has an offense, which is very exciting to me. Um, most points oh, scored in a very saw, long time. It was weird. I saw a very cool thing for the Iowa uh, marching band reenacted. Oh, was it the pantsless guy? Oh, no, yeah, that was dope. The, oh, the guy who did the backflip in his pants. Yeah. Yes, I saw that yeah. too. But yeah. then the band, the marching band, reenacted a basketball moment from... Oh, among the greatest basketball moments. Perhaps the greatest in Iowa history. Sure. Caitlin Clark is... Yeah, she's the Michael Jordan of of women's basketball. Scratch that. Steph Curry is the male Caitlin Clark. Is what we're talking about here. Okay. And that that but shot, yeah, that shot is it was it was great to watch them. Our band is not great, <laughs> like they're they're pretty lame, but that was pretty dope. I did I know, like this that. is very neat that they what they did there. I was like, oh, yeah. look, let me watch it again. I was like, I don't understand what's happening. Let me watch it. Again. Very cool. <laughs> One thing I'm never going to watch again is this movie. Uh, okay. Well, oh, Dana, okay. what are we talking about? Where could we get it? And what is it about? We are talking about Hot Summer Nights. The release date, I think because it premiered at like South by Southwest and then has to be oh. bought and then distributed by someone else. So 2017 or 2018, depending on whom you ask, um, it is on Max. Uh, or if you're having aspect ratio issues, yeah, did it work you might for be you able to catch it. Oh, yeah. It we're just fine. Well, show it me television. Good. I paid for this. <laughs> so good. <laughs> You can watch it on Canopy, but only if you have something with your local network. I don't know. Okay, I and will then... take you through what happened to me. All right. Wait, lastly, you can okay. yes, you can rent it on Amazon, but it has to be so for Canopy, it has to be at your public library first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so okay. okay. So I tried to watch it on Max. I went to go watch it on Max. It started off okay, and then about three seconds in, um. It like very notably went black for like a, a half a beat. And then when it came back, I was seeing about a quarter of the screen and it was very, very badly horizontally stretched. And I'm like, how do you know that wasn't like the director's choice? Well, so I, I, I watched it for like a minute that way. And I'm like, this is fucking weird. You're doing this. I don't know what this movie's about. Maybe this makes sense with it. And then I'm like, no, because all of the names are being cut off for four letters. Like I can't, I don't see anybody's full name in the credits here. So then I tried it again. Okay. Same thing happened again. Tried it on Canopy. My local library is not part of Canopy. I'm just like, come on. Yeah, the, the Naperville Library is in there, but not the Ankeny Kirkendall Public Library. Okay. I was trying to see where else you could get it, but Just Watch is struggling right now. So I think you could rent it on Amazon, which is what you do. It's probably rentable on places. Yeah, um, it's other places do it for rent. In but, beautiful yeah. 4K, if you have Apple, beautiful 4K, only $3.99 yeah. yeah, if you're into that. New HD business sort on of Amazon. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to pay to watch this movie in 4K. No, I will watch no, it included no, no, no. in my Max subscription, yes. which apparently yes. is just canceling Winning Time. I didn't even get a chance to watch <laughs> the, the second it, season it's of Winning Time. Everything, Dana. They are hemorrhaging money. I didn't even get it. I was like, oh, I got I gotta watch it. Normally, I watch the first season of Winning Time while I was riding my bike, and I would watch it in the morning before I went to work. I run a lot more now, and I was like, I'll catch up in Winning Time at some point. Well, you won't. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. Back to this film. Sure. Let me give you the description and we'll get into it more, obviously, because that's the whole point of this pod. But in 1991, a sheltered teenage boy comes of age during a wild summer he spends on Cape Cod getting rich from selling pot to gangsters. Mm. Falling in love for the first time, 
partying and eventually realizing he is in is in over his head. No. That's not what not. I saw. That's, that's not what happened. That's a different movie. It happens in Cape Cod in 1991. That's about it. He sells pot. And he's a teenager. <laughs> he's he sells teenager. drugs. Yeah. But the rest is a little. The rest is a very different movie altogether. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Dave, if you could give us a rundown of who's in this movie. Timothée Chalamet mm-hmm. plays okay. uh, Daniel Danny Middleton. I think only uh, Hunter Strawberry, played by Alex Rowe, Rowe calls him uh, Danny. Um, mm-hmm. It's Daniel Middleton. Uh, is that Micah? 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 I don't know. Micah? Micah? Monroe as Michaela Strawberry. This, they're, this, it's the Strawberry family. Strawberry's a terrible just, last name. That for name Daryl is Daryl. Only works for Daryl, and that's There's it. Everyone else is like strawberry. There's been one strawberry. Everyone else sounds ridiculous. That's the only strawberry. <laughs> Under and strawberry. Daryl down in New York. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean he, he would fit right in. The he would fit yeah. right in. Thomas, J- the Punisher himself, Thomas Jane shows up as Sergeant uh-huh. Frank Calhoun. Or as uh, I wrote in my notes, Hung is here, isn't he? <laughs> Dave, Dave did love Hung too. Look Baby. at that kick. Look at it. Yeah, yeah you were in a hung it's and Californication both at the same time. Uh, his daughter, Amy, played by Maya Mitchell. She's one of Michaela's friends, I think. That's um uh, the dude's girlfriend, the other guy. Um, the, yep. Hunter. Hunter, Hunter Strawberry's Hunter girlfriend. Uh, Emery Cohen plays Dex. So, Dex is a, he's an interesting guy. Yeah. He's good. Uh, you get Bill, Bill Fickner. William Fickner for about four minutes at the end. Pretty good. Sure. As Shep. Uh, I, so. <laughs> I don't. Uh, the narrator, Shane Epstein Petrullo, he's, he's in a lot. <laughs> Who the fuck uh, is narrating this? Let's we'll we'll talk, talk about we'll talk. <laughs> that's, that's plenty. I think that'll do. Yeah, it. that's frankly too many. Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> I'm sorry. This movie has got me all, all off kilter here. Yeah, um, wait. Let's go around the horn and give us some memories of the first time we saw this one. Dana, what do you got? I uh, started at about 5.15 this evening. Oh, all right. Mm. So you've, you're, it's on now? It's, <laughs> it's still playing. It's on right now. It's, playing. it's, playing. it's on right now. Okay. All right. Dave? <laughs> I watched it and I actually watched it in a couple chunks and oh. I finished it. Welcome uh, to my world. I, I, I saw the ending about uh, 40 minutes ago, the very okay. end. Okay. Um, yeah. That's been, yeah, just never had never heard of it. Yeah, never no, for we, a second. We all saw this thing today. I'd never heard I, of this movie I, before last week. I, <laughs> I, I may have been going through. There's a lot of content on Canopy. I may, I may have scanned past and be like, oh, it's just a, it's a Chalamet face. It looks like shit. Like, I just kept going. terrible. And just kept going. Just yeah, kept going. Yeah, it's been on Amazon Prime for like a while, and it also looks like some prime show i didn't watch that's set in like the 80s so i kept mm. thinking it was this other prime show but mm. it's been floating around streaming for the okay. last four or five years it's I a floater all right never... uh, it's a big <laughs> floater it's yep. a floater it's mm-hmm. a floater yeah. um so dana did it make the grade or should they pull this back well there's a reason why none of us have ever heard of it even <laughs> despite though it's, it's sorry timothy chalamet Ooh, you know like making these stallion Paul yes. Atreides himself, Lori from the new uh, Little Women, the hot boy, the it boy of the moment, Willy Wonka himself. I don't like mm-hmm. that, but yeah. <laughs> oh, have you watched the trailer for that? I've, I've seen the trailer. 
I, I don't not, like that. No. That's not meant for. I think it's. I think it's meant for children. Is my. I don't like, know why they meant... keep on casting this type of dude because Gene Wilder didn't play it like that. So keep quit getting me Johnny Depp and Timothy Chalamet. Give me somebody big and silly, not yeah, quiet I, silly. I really hope it's meant for like six year olds because I could not finish watching the trailer for Willy Wonka because I was like, cast Jack Black for this. <laughs> like, like put Jack Black in that role. Let him be ridiculous. Like all these mm-hmm. quiet, like mealy mouth dudes. That's not. Yeah. That's not how Willy Wonka is supposed to be. Mm. Okay, so does this make the grade? Um, no, and we'll get into why it is. <laughs> I like. I found some articles, and I might do something different. I don't know. We'll see what I do for IMDb. I have some thoughts of ways I want to go with this. Um, but yeah, no, it's not good. It. I think there, there's, there's something. He, there's a kernel of something. There. I mean, there's there's the the basis for the movie Blow is what there is. But they just didn't do that. They just there's didn't a basis do for a lot of drug dealing movies. Yeah, uh, maybe Goodfellas, Blow, uh... Goodfellas. Too. Well, with that with that voiceover, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're okay. Goodfellas would work for this. Yes, yes. They just yeah. You can make Ever a drug movie. Yeah. I knew I wanted to be a gangster. Yeah, there you go. Hendry, that's Paulie. Hendry. What's going on, Hendry? Paulie never moved fast because Paulie never had to move for anybody. Mm. God, it's a good fucking movie. Okay. We have anyway, to move for the pods okay. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Oh my god. Yeah. Did they make the grade for you, Dave? Yes. Um, you could tell that there was something good here. You could. Um yes. I don't know what movie you guys watched. What I found is because this script was supposed to be something good. Yes. And it was on the blacklist. It was and that means usually good stuff comes off of there, but then mm-hmm. They let the writer also direct, and then it turns to this shite. Um, it, the, I want, it kind of starts off big, and then there's like a lull in the middle, and then the last twenty minutes, woo! My <laughs> Go God, off the fucking rails. Um, the hurricane stuff is interesting. I'm sure we'll talk mm-hmm. more, more more about it. The visuals of all that interesting. I guess I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, as someone who had has memories of the early '90s, I appreciated the references. I that, that's about as good as I can. Most, that's about as, uh, about as good uh, as I can say. It's about as good as I can say. Uh, yeah. Other than that, um, a lot of laziness in this movie. Oh, yeah. uh, not a whole lot of excitement, and uh, yeah, just a boring, dull kind of. We need to wrap this up, sort sort of an ending, and I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. No. Yeah, for me, the movie's an absolute fucking mess. Like, it's boring. This is a it's a, it's a drug dealing movie that is boring, which is hard to pull off. The story's confusing. It really hand waves a lot of the crucial elements. Um, and there are some stylistic and aesthetic choices that the director made that are baffling. And now they know that he also wrote it. I'm like, I mean, if you don't know what you're doing, okay, I guess that makes sense. There are some. We'll talk about the way this movie looks and why that's confusing to me. But yeah, like the whole this piece of shit back. Let's never talk about it again after we finish recording this episode. Like let's just you know, we've done some movies where they don't come back. Let's not let's not outside Providence this one. Let's just forget about it and move on with the rest of our lives. You 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 try to click on the director and writer's name and there's nothing there on Wikipedia no, that no. usually uh that's usually that's uh, bad well, side. I, I I think what I, yeah well <laughs> I've thoughts about this guy we're, um, we're, we're dancing around it enough let's go ahead and get into the recap in the segments dana where do you well, want yeah, to get us started 
I think the only, there were no fun facts. The only one is that this was on the blacklist. Yeah. I... It premiered at South by Southwest. That happened to hey. my hometown. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Right. Um, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's start at the beginning, because why not? So <clears throat> I think if I remember correctly, hold on, let me, let me pull my other notes. Um, we get a, it's an A24 joint. Hey. Yeah. But also DirecTV. What? Saw hey. that. I was they real confused what that was. I did not they, know they, they had a studio or a they, distribution wait. deal or whatever. You guys didn't see, uh, what's that TV? Mr. Mercedes, the TV show? I don't know what those words mean that you just said. No. Mr. Mercedes, no. does he have her? Is it like the Lincoln lawyer? Uh, it, it's got the it uh, writer. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's about the, the, a guy who kills people with a car. <laughs> just like hits them? Eventually the car is going to stop working. Is this Brent, like? It's Brandon Gleason. It's like a, oh. it's like an old school cop. He's like, oh. some, some somebody's killing people with a car. <laughs> oh get back into it. But but it's but he's supposed to be American, so he's trying his best not to oh, fall, don't fall into the axe. But, but I think that that okay. was a direct TV original, so they're they're making stuff. Okay. Um, wow. When you okay. said Brendan Gleeson, it reminds me of the movies of Don Cheadle, where Don Cheadle just like has recently had a baby. So do you want to see a picture of my baby? And he goes, no. So all babies look alike, or there's something uh, wrong with yours. Is there something wrong with yours? Then I don't uh, want to see it. It is like uh, uh, it's so Irish, and I'm not going to do it. But it is one of like we had to pause the movie because I was like, no, I am I am part Irish, so it wouldn't be rude to do it. But I just don't want to try. Um, it is one of the funniest things, and I was like, this I want this to be the line I say to people, and they're like, oh, do you see my kid? I'm like, is it? There's something wrong with it? Is it, is they all it look messed like. up or? <laughs> Oh my god! Big big nose or ears or something? No, okay. Missing heart. It's the guard with Don Cheadle and Brendan Gleeson. Okay, um, so it's a direct TV movie, sure. Um, and then we get a thing like based on a mostly true story. Okay, did it need to be? I it didn't. It it added nothing to the film for me. Don't care. Don't care. I I honestly didn't believe it. I'm like, okay, so that's like a funny. Like you're joking about that? Like are you doing yeah. it? I didn't I didn't know it's, that it was to be taken seriously. Like if it was like again, I, I think that's what made me think of um Goodfellas. It's like, no, that guy, like Henry Hill is a real person. He wrote yeah. a book, he went to prison, he lives mm-hmm. in witness protection or something. I don't know if he does or doesn't anymore. Um and he probably should still. Probably should think. Yeah. <laughs> probably a good um, idea. So but like there was like track this is all hearsay and like it just it didn't need to be and i think i read something it's like oh well like people he went to college with talk about it and i'm like it's too small of a weird it's like i don't it it didn't help just tell the story without it yes if you're gonna do that you need to show me you know at the end of the movie like news footage newspaper clippings where Mm. are they now like they they 
We'll talk about the end when we get to it. The fact that it's a true story makes the end so much worse. I, I mm. forgot it was supposed to be a true story. And I'm like, oh, well, we should. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'm getting ahead of myself. Well, no, we can. Oh, uh, this like, These notes are real. See your pants. Well, I wrote okay, like okay. 45 okay, so, minutes ago. So when the movie ends, it's like, we don't know what happened to her. And no one ever saw her again. I'm like, if it's supposed to be based on a fucking true story, track her down. This happened 20 years ago. Like, mm, you should be able to okay. figure out what happened to someone. That might be, that might be a, a lot to ask. I mean, I'm, You're making I a film. Some, it's not I 1930. Watched, I, I, I watched the movie Pain and Gain the other day, which is also par- partially based <laughs> okay. on, on, on a true story. I couldn't finish that movie. I, no, I couldn't finish you, it. You should have waited till the end, and they're like, yep, uh, here's the rock character, and then it's like, this is the person. It was because he was actually a composite character, and they're like, no, yeah. that guy. I'm like, not even close, and the, <laughs> and the Rob Corbin doesn't make sense. Oh boy, not even close. Um, but they uh. show the but the, they show the actual people, and yep, those guys really got sentenced to death. It's a really fucking crazy story. Yeah, yeah. but this this, this 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 it's like we said it, and it's though they forgot at the end that I forgot at the, at the beginning. End. Yeah, like I had completely forgotten. I was to the point that I'm like, why did you even put a, a hurricane in this? Oh, because it probably happened for real. Turns well, out. So and that's I was yeah, I think that's. That's something I put in there, the hurricane Bob of it all. Um, but like, so that's the part, like it just it it there, there it didn't pay off, it didn't help, it didn't do anything. Cause like it is, it's all this one kid does a voiceover who we don't see, we see in profile in the last like seven minutes of the film. Right at the but end. we hear his stupid, hmm? annoying voice the whole fucking time. And it just like it didn't, you didn't, you could have maybe it read better on paper. Maybe the the original script was more, but like it just doesn't work, and it distracts you the whole entire time. And I feel like it's meant to be some like giant urban legend, but people haven't heard of it, so we it's don't like, fucking know it. Cocaine bear, <laughs> that fucking happened. Yeah, that happened. Yes, not the way it's depicted in the film, but they, no, they but did. There was a co- there was cocaine in a bear. <laughs> well, here's, here's what I'll say. Uh, whenever it's this kind of a thing where it's like there's a character in the movie that is in some way omniscient or like always virtuous or whatever, I'm like, oh, that's the writer putting himself in the movie. The fact that this is the writer and the director is the same person and we have voiceover leading us through the whole film. And then at the end, we're revealed. It's like, yeah, that's you in the fucking movie. You are the kid. This is an allegory for oh this I wish I experienced this like that's what I didn't even realize that was the same of course you've put yeah. yourself in the film mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe I don't know. I I always think that if it's like a if there's a character in a movie that's like a film writer or if there's a character in a book that's a writer I'm like you're putting yourself in and it's always yeah. an amazing thing happens to this person of course the kid centers himself in this whole story I, yeah I don't know he seems skeptical. And that's it fair. wasn't it wasn't additive and then like we see it also like the kids telling the story about his hometown during hurricane bob i don't know why we'll talk about that a little bit but it's like talking about before the storm and we see a sad timothee chalamet driving through the rain getting hit by a car and then it goes before uh-huh. and mm-hmm. it's linda ronstadt playing He's the music is interesting, but he's just sitting yep. in his underwear with like a, a Daniel. What's his like name a, from Karate Kid? Yeah, like Daniel San, like like but like a hand, like a handmade one, Hi-ya. like a yeah. handmade Daniel Larusso headband. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. And he said, and his mom's like, we're going to go visit dad. And you're like, oh, so I'm not his dad in prison. And it's like, Daniel's dad was the type of dad they don't make anymore. And I'm like, how the fuck would voiceover kid know what Daniel dad, Daniel's dad was like? Uh, he That's a great question. That's I, a great I question. don't know, mm-hmm. except he wrote the film. So I suppose that makes sense. But this is also apparently a story that was told to the director from his friends from college. So they just make these leaps. And then we find out it's because, like, Daniel doesn't want to go visit his dad because his dad is dead. He was really struggling with it. And it's kind of what I say a little bit later. This movie does a lot of telling us about Daniel. Telling us certain Mm. things. That it telling us the stuff that's actually interesting and showing us stuff that I didn't even feel like discussing. We'll talk about it a little bit. But showing these two weirdo, not weirdos, drug dealers fall in love. I don't give two shits. Show me the drug dealing. Right. And that that rule rule one of creative writing is show, not tell. Uh That's like a big thing. And yeah, that's a failure. They they told us everything and then showed us Street Fighter 2. Like, stop. I appreciated the you do again a couple times. I, I, I did really, hear I, it and the I and love the, that you lose. Like, that I brought me that. way, fine, but... way back. I love that. Yeah. That, that brought good. back some pain because I'm not good at video <laughs> games. So it was a lot of you lose. So yeah, it was, it was I, but so we find out like he yeah, isn't dealing with his dad passing away. He almost like burned down his house because he was burning records that his dad gave him because yeah. it would help him. Help I don't him know. His so dad, he gets sent essentially. Yeah. I don't know. And then he just gets sent to Cape Cod to live with his aunt and everything changes. And then we have to be told everything about Cape Cod. I don't give a fuck. Summer birds. Boy, townies. I didn't care about Cape Cod. I don't, I don't you, guys you guys aren't pronouncing it correctly at all. Cape oh, Quad. It's Cape Cod. Cape Cod. <laughs> Cape Cod. Yeah. yeah no, I, well, they, they showed us a lot about Cape Cod to the point that I'm like, okay, so this is obviously all going to be crucial in the movie. All of the like society people and shit vanish after minute 20 they're in the beginning of the movie a lot of dudes with like sweaters head over their shoulders and like girls named muffy and shit and then that just goes away and we don't get any payoff from it they just put it in there i think like stylistically for the beginning to look neat it was like filter it's It's like this this doesn't need to be an hour and 47 minutes. God, no. Like, yeah, there's no, there's a lot of stuff they set up that then there's like no payoff. It was, well, we watched another movie where that happened a lot recently where you're just like, well, okay. Oh, it was sleepover. There's a lot of stuff in sleepover. <laughs> that there's no yeah. Okay. You're, you're right. You're absolutely right. Oh, so I'm comparing sleepover. this to sleepover. So that's Roger Grace. So, and again, we're told, like, everything changes about Daniel. Like, I I wish I had actually, like, known where this was going to go. Because I would have, like, written down everything we were told about him. And I'm like, who knew Daniel before this summer? According to the voiceover kid, Daniel, this is Daniel's first and last summer in yeah. Cape Cod. Cape so, Cod. Cape Cod. So, I don't, I don't, I just... It's like everything changes. He was. We don't know. We 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 don't see him before his dad dies. No. We only know him when his dad dies, and we only know him in Cape Cod, where he runs into. I'm calling this section Daniel and the Strawberries. No, mm-hmm. yeah, we know we know so much more about his dad than we do about yeah. him before his dad died. Like, we know You're a lot about his dad. They're like his dad is the type of guy they don't make anymore. He lit his cigarettes with a match. Okay, right. yeah, that's he changes, but okay, yeah. yeah. Looks cool, but inefficient as fuck. 
like mm-hmm. a cowboy or something. He changes yeah. his own oil. My husband right. changes well, the oil of his car. I, like I used to. I don't. I don't. I, don't I was. Anymore, I, I was waiting for the other detail. He served in Vietnam. He used the N word sometimes. <laughs> I, I was waiting for something like that to come he up. He did the Orientals. He's he's like a he's like a guy's guy, like Boston. <laughs> And during during that era, like, oh, he for sure he, used the N word. He probably said it you know, he, in that B roll that we saw. He ran out of, when 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 he saw those buses come by. He brought that baseball bat out. He, oh, he fought no. for our rights. Oh like my that. god! I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Not that. Not all. No, but, but most. 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 <laughs> but not <laughs> almost all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. But yeah, it was just it was so weird. And then so we see. We're in Cape Cod. We're told it's the hottest summer on record, but everybody's in jeans, long shirts, and sweatshirts all the time. But, like long sleeve shirts. Yeah. yeah no. like, Timothy Chalamet wears a polo, a yeah. long sleeve polo and jeans at all times. Yeah. That's what I wear in the summer. Nobody it else wears the summer. It's because I'm crazy. You're right. I'm a crazy person. Yeah. Hottest summer on record in Cape Cod, but people yeah, are dressed it like it is yeah. November. But okay. Yeah. No, they're dressed like it's Christmas on the Cape. Yes. Um, and he's at a party and someone's trying to figure out if he's a townie or a summer bird and he's just super awkward but then he walks outside and he sees a car and I'm like we got like slow-mo the music changes I was like is the car oh is that the same car his dad had uh is that does he know the people in the car is there a cute girl in the car? like what is it what is it and you find out it's Hunter Strawberry uh-huh. which okay okay <laughs> And then they they, have... they say it like he's you know Paul Bunyan or Pecos Bill. <laughs> yeah. Here's a name you all know, right? <laughs> like I don't I don't know who the fuck. It's Hunter Strawberry. But then we get all these kick these like quick cuts to. I guess they're trying to sh- like again. It's like they show all these like young kids, so like these like thirteen year olds and younger. So I guess it's again because the voiceover kid who again we we see in profile he's in the last seven minutes of the film. Um, it's so the legend of Hunter is he got kicked out of school for boning the principal's wife in the butt. That was without a condom, and, and, and never called her back. Like that's yeah. how they do it. You yeah. could tell the the kid reading that was uncomfortable. There's this little tiny gap. Yep. Was like by boning the principal's wife in the butt <laughs> without a condom yeah. just keeps adding to it. I'm like, and yeah. never calling. And, oh, I thought that was meant to be like a joke. Oh, no. It's like, oh, uh-huh. no. Uh-huh. it keeps getting if crazier. It, I, I think if, if, if it was failure, it wasn't it wasn't particularly funny. I'm like, Ugh, well, we see so many nice. we see so many kids yeah. in this scene. If you're yeah. going to do it as a joke, have each kid like a different kid to each part of this. You can like, do, you do anal, a round robin on it. You do anal and just leave. That's 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 <laughs> she, she was still awake. I know. Come on, man. Nice. You're right. That is left. He didn't sneak out. Yeah, that is a better if it, was, if, if it was if it was a different, different kid who keeps yeah. adding. Oh God, we're pick we're sprucing this film up. Well, this is easy um, to fix. Take your lady by the hand and do it in the. <laughs> we also learned he rode a motorcycle at 180 Ooh. miles per hour at night in a thunderstorm without cool. a no helmet. helmet. Cool, that's great. He's that's... trying to die. Yeah, um, he's got a 10 inch. No man. It's an eleven-inch cock. Okay. Why do you guys know? Right. Yes. <laughs> you are that's children. Good, that's great to know. Good for you. Kids. Why are you and mad he... that he thought it's one inch shorter? 
Did he find out he burned down an ice cream shop for putting sprinkles on his ice cream? Because if there's one thing Hunter Strawberry hates, it's sprinkles. <laughs> what are okay. we doing with and this then, character? Of all the things that the kids think they know about Hunter, the one thing they all agree on, he killed a man. We saw him Fucking almost kill a man. Him. We, we, you saw that, yes, right? We oh, did see that. My God. I, I thought he did it again, is what I thought when he when, he, when that scene happened. It's funny so to me I, that they say the kids say he killed a man. Like I think of kids and he killed somebody. <laughs> like he killed a man. <laughs> like, oh my to, god. I think what we see after is supposed to be like, yeah, that's a guy who's done that before. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Like, okay. Oh, of course he's doing this now. Yeah, yeah. But was, the one thing we never really explain is like we we eventually find out that like I'll just say it now. Hunter and Kate, Michaela's mom dies, but we don't ever find out like why Hunter is angry beforehand. Mm. We do see a moment where like Michaela doesn't want to go in the house because it's just her dad at home. But like they never really explain where the violent tendencies come to come from. We could talk about Hunter's violence. We probably should. Um, but yeah, so that's Hunter Strawberry from the moment. Daniel Middleton, I don't know, Timothy Chalamet sees him, all Timmy C, <laughs> sees this boy. I'm like, oh, he's in love. Because, like, just the way. Right. Well, they, yeah. they they shoot him in slow motion with, like, Vaseline on the lens. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. we get it. It's it almost very, like, like. Call me by your name. And he's like, oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He shoots that film. He does, like, seven films in 2017. It's Or they all get released the in 2017. Yeah. 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 He was, he was trying to throw him. It's almost like Bill and I were trying to, like decipher between jamie gert jamie gertz and phoebe cates i think they look oh, alike. oh he was like who's phoebe I can cates see it. she's got her, phoebe cates is around her face but i see it yeah and i started doing the i'm doing a very bad job of that car song but like i almost wanted that to play under the like you know hundred strawberry seeds it would have fit it would have fit just fine. Instead of probably some some like barbershop quartet doo wop group in all likelihood. Yeah, we'll talk about the music. Yeah, the music I think is wild. in that scene, um, it's a cover of it's it's not your it's not outfield your love because I tried to shazam it and it said no. I know that's what the song is, but that is what's playing under the whole introduction to Hunter Seeds is <laughs> your love by the outfield. Right. Josie's hmm. on that's the one yep that's the one so we have that and then we meet the other and we don't find out till like a little bit later or i guess we find out pretty quickly that hunter and michaela are related they are brother and sister Uh um i did not do a great job of jotting down everything they said about michaela because another problem with max your weird aspect ratio thing if Uh i pause something on max for too long it'll jump back to the previous time i paused it yeah it it does the (laughs) hell out of that yeah, so I kept trying to like pause, pause it and <laughs> like try to jot it, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna take seven hours. So yeah. I just kept being like, fuck it. Obviously, I fast forward, but if like, oh, I didn't remember exactly what the timestamp was, but it was like all the guys are obsessed with her. She's either the biggest or the hottest fox in 50 miles. I think you said, said the hottest fox. Okay, I was like the biggest. That didn't feel right. But biggest I my fox. <laughs> all the guys like to jerk it to her. There is a lot of mention of people <laughs> dying in this film. There is. These, these just... are the super. The, the, so certain people in this movie have superpowers. It's, I had a theory. The strawberries about the have superpowers. Hers, 
her it's it's, it's pretty sad superpowers she 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 does things too yeah but there's some boy that we find out that before he died on the way to prom with his date i think is what they said yeah 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 he told the story of being able to see her naked if you walk by the house at the right time or moment or something yeah. but it's unfortunate because no one else was there to see it so we can't confirm that he oh, might have got a mole her on her tit. Which, yeah which is the one imperfection <laughs> but she's dead but he also used to chew her gum that she left behind on things and it's he kept it he until the day he died it. yeah he i think he just chewed that piece of gum until he died which is fucking crazy what, i thought gross. he kept it and would maybe chew well, maybe, it but maybe i not hope chew he it. kept it. i don't i don't know we saw him take it from a public phone and chew it yeah, mm-hmm. we and, did see that. Yeah, and, and looked he like got, he was orgasmic in the process, which no, is wild. He got the hantavirus from payphone gum. Oh, certainly. That's very it's very dangerous. A hantavirus if he's lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I but, see I had a theory about the, the boys who died, right? Well, let so, me let me tell the okay, rest of them. Let me tell the rest of them. I have I have a thought. So that creepo chews gum that he picks off of a thing that she left behind and he chews it and keeps it until he dies, which we don't know how long it was from. The gum, the picking it up. To He's dead now, know. is all we know. Then she winds up dating, I guess, as a freshman, a senior boy named Kirby Wells. That I guess she breaks up with him. He drowns. She doesn't care. Yeah, okay, doesn't care monster. at all. I don't. I, I think what, he did, did he drown himself, or he was it a car accident? He drowned. I think I mean, it was an accident. It was just like okay. a tr- like they Accidental said something drown. happened, and then like yeah, there's under whatever undertow maybe, and, and he died. Then she starts dating it maybe as a sophomore or junior, a college guy who she doesn't like or something happens. So they break up. Um, He winds up, he's on the football team after they break up. He quits playing football, gives up on that, is just obviously very obsessed with her. Then when she hears that, he hears that she gets a new boyfriend, he hangs himself. So mm-hmm. like, there's all these things that are tied to Michaela's so hot, but then there's all these people that are dead in connection the... to her. Here was my theory with that. I, it didn't pay off, but when this Ooh. happened, I'm like, oh, I know what's going on here. My theory was when we find out that's her brother, I'm like, oh, he's finding out dudes are dating his sister and murdering them. Oh, he yes. So, he, he is so violently angry mm. whenever any boy shows her mm. any attention at all. And he's like, yeah, I don't talk to her anymore. Like, we don't have a relationship, but if any dude ever fucking touches her, I'm going to kill him. And I'm like, oh, well, there, there you go. He killed all these dudes. Maybe accidents. He hung one dude. He drowned one dude in the lake. Like, yeah, the reason dudes are dying when they break up is because it's killing them. Did not. That's a more. But would have made that is a that's a movie. The way they set it up. Yeah, it's a movie. movie. I'd watch. But that's because music under that. Yes. Yeah, it's there was some ballet movie I watched or TV show I watched that was on Stars like many many moons ago. Oh. And it was like a thing where okay, this is going too far, but it was like a brother (laughs) was obsessed with his sister who was a ballet dancer who's very good to the point where i think like it was an incestual relationship but oh, he boy. would like beat people up that took interest in his sister i had to stop watching the show because it just got it got too fucking sometimes weird. things can get a little bit too flowers in the attic you're right yes i yeah. think he like rapes her at some point or she wants to oh, be pregnant boy, yeah. i don't know it got it got gross jamie Lannister. so that's like a different film and i've seen it a little bit and i don't like it but it could have been something. You're right. It could have been a payoff. Yeah, um, it should have been, it felt like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Daniel, happened to die a lot around her. I know. Daniel very sad. wound up being mesmerized and obsessed with both of them. Both. I think he's more into Hunter, is my thing. But, you know, it's 1991. We don't have time to explore that. It's, we'll do that and Call Me By Your Name. That's yeah. that's the next movie yeah. in the season. He's physically into Michaela. Mm-hmm. He is emotionally in love with Hunter. 
He is. That's a deep and he, and abiding love. Yeah. Did, he winds up running into Michaela at the drive-in because she's with one of the preppy summer birds. And I guess something goes wrong. And he just she just gets in the nearest car and is like, drive me home. Right. He falls in love. He starts telling Hunter about it. And Hunter's like, big caps. We should there's there's moments in the film where you're like, we should take note of this. Um, for some reason they have to tell us he has asthma and we see him with the inhaler. There's no payoff there. So Doesn't just come throw back. that one out the window. <laughs> Doesn't ever come back. Well, he well, when she leaves the car and he can't find his inhaler, I'm like, oh, she got another one. I mean, kill yeah. him. He's, a, he's, <laughs> he's, he's not gonna be able to got breathe in the front one. seat. Got He's choked one. to death. Not really. Not really. Um, but Hunter says in that moment, stay away from my sister. I'm very like possessive. Mm-hmm. And I think he might say, like, he'll I'll kill you. Like, kill just ya. stay away from my sister. I will Lara kill you. Like that's that's so, very much what was happening here. Yeah, just <laughs> I like stay, that's my sister. Stay away from her. Like, no, seriously, stay away from her. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on? basically grown yeah and they don't <laughs> yeah, talk i have a joke with me yeah but also he told you stay away from my sister i'm like oh that's yeah. gonna come back and bite him in the ass he well, sure did he did so we see that and then that. for reasons that truly are never answered daniel's like hey so hunter's the local drug dealer he sells everybody weed Weed to the parents of the summer birds, the summer, like the parent birds, the kid birds, the chick- it, it chickadees. Did, <laughs> chickadees. It did, it did feel odd, but it's like, yeah, all the adults are high all the time, smoking all the weed. I'm like, really? Like every adult that comes to Cape Cod is out here just in like 19- buying QPs every every other fucking day. And just like, yeah, yeah, in 1991. Not realistic in 91, still very on their yachts. Legal. Still, still very, illegal. Still you very could... buttoned up. Cons- these, these are these are Reagan voters. Like, what are you talking yeah, about? Exactly. Right. right. So Get out of here. Okay, whatever. But he basically is just like at some point, he he's like, cut me in. And Hunter's like, is this about a girl? And that's when they have the conversation about his sister. And he's like, no, man, stay away from my sister. But Daniel's like, no, I still want to smell still sell drugs. We it, it is asked later. It's truly never told. It's just for money. I don't yeah. know, man. I don't know. It, it, I don't they, know if it's worth all this. No explanation. All other than like, yeah, I just want to sell drugs all of a sudden. It's like selling drugs. <laughs> my dad died. Yeah. And I got to provide for my mom. Honestly, that'd be a better answer. Would be uh, better. Where does, I don't know where the ambition comes from either. Jesus, no. more, 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 more. I, right. That like, part, calm yeah. make, down, man. Yeah. Well, hey, get hey, we'll get there. So we I get a little... Know. We get a little lesson in, and uh, you know, keep me honest here, guys. I don't know anything about drugs. Um, he goes like a gram. I literally have not smoked pot since I was like twenty four. So I Those am are great prices. If that's what you're asking, out of, out of the game. I've never bought it. <laughs> never bought it, and haven't smoked it in like what is that eighteen years or some shit like mm. that? No, that makes one of us. That. Um, so a gram, also called a dime, is ten dollars. Mm. When I was in college, a gram was 20. Okay. Well, this is this like was, this was this was 10. Tw- yeah, 10. Well, 12, 13 years before I was buying weed. Okay. And then we have he they it called it an eighth and something else, and I missed it. Um 
is thirty to forty dollars. That's fucking crazy. Eighth of an yeah. ounce. Eighth, an eighth was eighth like fifty if it was average, and like sixty if it's good. Was when I was sixty bucks anywhere in Illinois. Sixty is back. fifty. You're like, oh no, <laughs> like it should be sixty. <laughs> okay, and then we have an ounce, or I believe they called it a zip. Yeah, I never bought that much weed in my life. Is that was not an ounce person. I was. No, that's a big guy. jump from an eighth to an <laughs> right. O. I mean, that's like we're not going to a quarter at all, huh? We're just no, no quarters. We're jumping to the O. Straight Did up. I skip it? Dude, I think that's how it went. No, right? but yeah, they yeah, usually. No. I mean, okay. a, a, that, yeah, that's, that's eighth, a and then a quarter is like if you're smoking a lot, you buy a quarter. Like people that are buying ounces of weed, back people, it's crazy. Yeah, people think like yeah, it's one sixteenth of a pound. It's not that much. It's a lot more than you think it is. Yeah, it's, it's like a gallon bag. It's very it's like it's not dense, like yeah. very airy. Yeah. And then like, so Daniel's like, well, hey, if this one gives us the most bang for our buck, like a hundred plus dollars, depending upon the quality, we need to get people buying these. And it's like, so if I were hunter, I'm like, I'm like, you think I didn't think of that motherfucker? Like, yes, mm. I would love to just unload it in larger uh-huh. quantities, but nobody fucking wants it. No one wants to be running around with an ounce of weed. Because exactly what I just said. <laughs> no yes. one is buying. So what do you just stop? No one is buying this much at one time. But, you know, Daniel's all in and he's like, we got to we gotta work on getting off the bigger quantities. They seem to be successful to the point where they get on Dex's radar, I believe, is the gentleman. Or, or Daniel's like, we need to do more, need to do more. We got to mm. stop nickel and dime in this, but we never at any point in this film see them sell drugs. We no. do not know what makes them good. No. We do not know what makes Daniel better than Hunter. No. We do not know what leads Daniel to believe he can keep climbing. We just see that, the money. They don't show is... us the selling. They just show us the money and mm. him. He tells people his about his ambitions. We see nothing in between. That is the fulcrum of every drug movie. The, the the part of the drug movie that makes it a drug movie is we were small time now we're big time what's in the middle what things did you have to do yes. who did you have to kill or screw over that's gonna come back to bite you what did you do and they're just mm. like we should sell more weed now we're selling more we're just, weed now we're selling more we're just okay <laughs> covering more sell. territory right okay they did a montage a montage with yeah showing cities and pounds every couple of days wait, wait. and I'm like so okay. Before- before we get to that, it's that thing of that's where Dex comes in the picture. And it's like yeah. they try to go see somebody in somewhere near Boston. They said outside Boston supposedly... is where it said. Yeah, outside Providence. So, Boston, somewhere right? outside Boston. Um, <laughs> they're pretty close together. <laughs> somewhere outside Boston. Yeah, the Providence way. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when like Daniel's like, I'm going to go in and talk to this guy. And he don't come in. It's just going to be me. And he's going to sell it to me. The guy goes in. He just rolls up on some guy. I don't know why he thinks this is the correct person. Mm. Um, and it's like, hey, man, I want uh, you sell weed. First of all, that's not how you approach <laughs> a bigger that's time drug like dealer. That. Hello, it is sir. Fucking am... nerd, bro, or a narc, dude. You I heard person. you sell marijuana. Hey, friend, you got any dime bags <laughs> for sale, <laughs> man? Yeah, uh, so stupid. So, so stupid. dumb. Of course it goes awry, because uh, I think there are also people stumbling around that house high on heron and other, yeah. yes. other things. People there's nodding an, off. There's an <laughs> eternal haze in the house, too. Like, the, the door's been open. It's uh, been aerated, yet yeah. there's still haze everywhere. There's a cloud inside. Yeah. 
it, cool house. It's cool house. it's so wild. And it, obviously it goes poorly because we got this little stick figure of Timmy C rolling up on a dude going like, I would like to buy more drugs, please. It's right. like on that episode of It's Always Sunny in, in Philadelphia. I would uh, like one one crack, one crack, crack. <laughs> two, one, no, two. one betting disc, please. One <laughs> betting disc. How, how much was that? Like two hundred, two hundred three. I don't. I don't know. You tell me what's a good price it's, for what? It's very much that episode of King of a Hill where Hank accidentally buys crack, thinking he's buying like fishing bait, and he's completely clueless, and the guy's selling him drugs. Like that was that was the interaction. Yes. Ooh, bait. I like call it, it bait. Oh, but you need Jack. <laughs> like that was basically. It was. He was so out of his depth. And it winds up going poorly. So the guy's like, this random, like, he's like, you're coming up in here on me, blah, blah, blah. Timmy is like pinned in a corner. Hunter comes out of fucking nowhere to save the day. Because the guy pulls a gun on Timothy. Yeah. And is like threatening him with it. Hunter comes in, somehow disarms this gentleman. Again, I should have taken better notes. Oh, no, he hits him with the bottle. Oh, he hits him with a bottle. Okay, so he hits him over the head then, with a bottle, and then he drops the gun. Drops the gun, and then it's not even a pistol whip because it's like a smaller little, like I think, like a revolver thing. It's, he just yeah. literally palms it and bashes <laughs> this right. motherfucker's face in. Reminded me of another movie. He hits him so many times. It, it yeah. very much re- reminded me of uh, of Goodfellas, the scene where uh, oh he, he beats the shit out of Karen's across the street. Shine box yep. for, 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 for getting fresh. It's like yeah, not 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 Billy Bats. They stomp oh, Billy right. Bats. You talk to her again. Yeah. You're fucking yeah. dead. It's that one. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it's Karen's. Yeah, no, it. <sighs> I, yeah, no, it. He hit him a lot of times to the point that I'm like, okay, so he's 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 beating a man to death here. Yep. yep. Like he hit him. Yep. I don't know for a solid 15, 20 seconds, like over and over yep. again in the face. That is correct. Yep. He is they, no they longer showed, alive. They showed the blood spurred up on Timo V. Chalamet's face. Like it's all yes. over. He looked horrified. Yeah, it it was reminiscent of I recently rewatched The Equalizer, and when they take uh Jimmy at Boston Sand and Gravel, and the 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 hit the Russian hit guy comes in. Have you never seen the Equalizer I've or never Denzel? Seen the Equalizer. <laughs> Not once. It sounds very very good. Okay, it's the Equalizer, which is it's based on a TV show. Equalizer, John Wick came out in the same year, a couple months apart. They're very similar. One's Denzel, one's Keanu Reeves. Mm. Delightful. He's got a little bit of OCD, and he murders motherfuckers without a gun. (laughs) It is Mm -hmm. so good. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway, so back to this movie. Hunter comes out. Now they have a gun. Hunter bashes the dude's face in. Timothy gives the weirdest little smile in the car as if he is rock hard that Hunter saved what his mean, life. As if. He is he is sexually aroused. You're right. Woo! Yeah, he is. I had to I had to rewind it accidentally because I couldn't see what was like. I couldn't tell what was in Hunter's hand. I was like, was that a gun? Whose hand was that? Because I was like typing. So I rewound it and watched his little face twice. And he's just like sitting in the car and he's just like, yeah. Ooh. yeah. He's like, he has this little, the corners of his mouth turn up a little bit and he's like breathing. I was like, he just I mean, came he in his pants. He damn near licks his lips. Yeah, it's fucking, it's, he's into it, man. 
he is and that's right he is into hunter way more than he, is. he does not look at michaela the way he looks at hunter strawberry no. um michaela makes so then, him nervous but not like you know not like aroused <laughs> like it's a yeah. different feeling yeah it's a it's different um so because of that interaction they wind up running into dex Dex is like, I'm the person you're looking for. I'm the one that can help you move up the ladder. You guys want to move weight? I'll help you move weight. Let's go. Initially, it's like you have two days to sell two pounds. He goes, make it five. Bitch, what? <clears throat> Hunter's like very against it. So that's the one thing. Like Hunter's like, I know like this isn't a dream job, but it's like it just provides me more walk around money, I feel like, than yeah. just being a car mechanic. Like, I don't think Hunter wants anything to do with, like, climbing up the food chain. And also, there's so many moments where he's like, hey, man, I'm a drug dealer. Like, I know what I'm doing. Like, you have no idea what you're talking about. That's right. Like, I am the experienced one in this group. I'm not sure what you're even here for. Yeah. He's like, what is wrong with you? And all of this, so the movie, I forgot to mention, the movie starts in June. And then we get into July, and it's like for some reason we have to talk about the Fourth of July. Though I don't see fireworks. I don't know who who cares when this. There, shit is there's happening. fireworks when they make out, and that's it. And I'm like, well, that's oh. a little bit on the nose, huh? Fireworks okay. as they make out. But this is where, like, so now they're you know working on. I think this is where we get that montage of them like a different city, which it doesn't make any sense. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It's like July July eighth. They get eleven pounds of Gloucester. Uh, July 13th it's like 16 pounds in Worcester like mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. July 22nd 23 pounds July 31st 40, 41 pounds and all we see them come back and like, pounds give us of Dorchester. Little... oh Dorchester yeah <laughs> right but you get this, this little thing of the, the, the date the weight the place and then you see them dumping money you see little like old school camera with the date in the corner pictures of them yeah. Play with money, like shooting champagne, doing different drugs. Timothy's throwing up. Right. People are passed out in the toilet. And I'm just like, what? I truly had no idea what the fuck was going on Well, during this well, whole montage. We should also point out this montage begins because Daniel opens up the shower and just like stares at Hunter for a second first. And is like, hey, I got to tell you what's going on. So this whole thing was like, <gasps> as he opens up the shower and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? So he's like just out of their booty butt naked and learning about all the money that they're going to make. The montage is very strange. It's all so weird. If they're going to show them partying, show like a lot of other people partying with them. It's just these three dudes in all the pictures. There should be like people in the back and they should be out at like fancy restaurants. Any of that. None of it. Yeah. Because like what are they doing with all this money? That's also we know Hunter gives money to his sister and his dad because their mom is dead. We also learned. So Hunter's at least like giving money to his family. I think it helps him pay for his apartment, maybe stuff at the shop. Daniel buys like a cool a Corvette. Corvette. A Corvette. But like what else? And let me tell you. A Corvette. Dumbest thing you can do when you're trying to, you know, maintain a little profile is buy a nice bright red yeah. fucking Corvette. Right. Unbelievable. It's like that lady's so fur in Goodfellas. Right. What yeah. the- <laughs> The Lufthansa heist. And, and if you're gonna buy a Cadillac, it can't be p- brand new and pink. That's just you're asking. It's no. stupid. You're putting a big sign in the back, and you got new plates. It says "Arrest me" on them. Yeah, Arrest like me. you buy a shit brown '88 Accord and like and, make make it reliable, and that's all yeah, you the, need. The police also gave a shit about them at the very beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. but when things got really big, were they paying them off? 
Maybe we didn't see it. If he if didn't they did. see anything about that, but nope. they weren't around. <laughs> yeah, they, nope. they they were not getting. They were only getting hassled when when, when they were very small time. Yep. I I, I don't get it. No. Wouldn't you have loved to see again? So this is I I forgot to say as we were talking about this earlier, but like this is one of those moments where like I don't know what this is. Is this film about selling drugs and becoming a drug dealer and working your way at the drug dealing chain? Mm. Or is this a movie about two boys who fall in love? Because Hunter mm. also gets a love interest. Yeah. Who we find out is the cop who hates Hunter's daughter. Are we selling drugs or are we having a coming of age love story? Fucking that, was a, that was a major problem. That was a major problem because I didn't know what the movie was neither. It didn't do either one of them very well. I didn't I didn't care about anybody in this movie. There was not one character where I was like, I hope things are okay for this person. I didn't give a shit about anybody. Because they didn't develop them either as like the up and coming drug dealers who have to like do terrible things and like, you know, run right up to the edge of morality to get ahead. Or Mm. as the boys who are like, I'm really dealing with like a lot on this side, but I'm also in love with this girl and trying to like keep the train on the tracks. They didn't do one of those two things. Nope. Yeah, it was it it, like it was just trying to do too much like i either we have timothy fall in love which he does with hunter's sister michaela behind hunter's back Mm -hmm. which the whole time you're watching it you're seeing because like i think the first time he kisses her he kisses her at the fireworks fair thing but like nobody knows Mm -hmm. yeah but like Mm -hmm. no one knows it's him and hunter's like oh i heard about it if i get my hands on that guy i'm gonna fucking kill him there's his opportunity to like own up like hey man i know you told me because it was just like, don't treat me like a fool. Don't do whatever. It's like all this stuff that Hunter's saying. And Timothy's just like, ooh, suck to be the guy who kissed your sister. I'll keep an eye on out for that douchebag. Waka waka. Like, it's just. <laughs> yeah. They're just moments. And then like Michaela also gives him moments to be like, well, you know, I don't talk to my brother because my mom, our mom was dying. And all she asked for him to do was like, stop selling drugs and just turn his life around. And he wouldn't do it. So I hate him now and I don't talk to him. And she's like, you don't know my brother, right? You're not doing what my brother's doing. Where do you get all your money from? He's just certainly like, oh. certainly not doing that. 100% not. See, mm-hmm. one thing I'm not is a drug king, Pim. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. What is your brother's name? Heather? Heath? I don't know that man. <laughs> I don't old, know him. Good old well, Heather. Well, and the problem is we've established the entire town knows him as like a Johnny Appleseed. So like, I've never heard of your brother. What is his More name? like... Hunter Johnny Blueberries, Apple. was it? Like, Weed? come on. Jo- Johnny Appleweed. Oh, Johnny, Johnny Appleweed. Apple okay. I really, I really missed that opportunity. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Fumbled yeah. the bag on that one. I did. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's just, again, like, maybe it's because there's like so many. There's actually another teen film that now I'm like, we have to do that one. Have you ever seen the movie Dope? No, but I really wanted to. Fantastic. Mm. It's also about kids selling drugs and falling in love. And as we were talking about this, I was like, oh, that movie's like a million times better than this one. <laughs> I really want to see we gotta, it. We, should, we, we should gotta do dope. Yeah. Dope is really good. Um, but yeah, and it's just like we we never see them like we get a quick shot of his cousin and they go to his whole backstory. I didn't want to write it down, but he calls himself a lucky Jew, but I don't uh-huh. think he's Jewish. I don't think so either. Well, and when when um when they almost murdered that one man with the bottle and the gun, he was like, "I don't care about your like what lazy Jew cousin or whatever." So like, I I don't I don't the movie didn't tell us anything about. I, I don't know why you'd put that in there. I I don't know. 
You I see the cousin that. like helping them sell drugs, but we never really see them interact all that much. And again, it's just like, how are they doing this? How are they so good at this? Are they getting people to buy zips? Are are they unloading ounces? Are they unloading pounds? Have they brought in underlings under themselves to help get this? Like, and they're all over Massachusetts. So it's just like, you know, tell, can I have a little bit more of that side instead of these stupid fucking love scene? I don't know. What they should have done is what they did in um, Half Baked, right? Show me the scene where they go to the person. That's who's the last going time I buy. smoked weed. Well, was watching oh, that movie, and I can't remember the damn thing about it. Good, oh yep. no! Well, they yep. have a scene where they go and they talk to this guy who's like played by Dave Chappelle, of course, but is like a rapper who wants to buy huge amounts of weed, and like you know, will just buy up whatever they can sell because he likes their weed so much. Like that's what you have to do: is show me one scene where it's a guy who like runs the yacht mm. club. And it's like, I supply all yeah. these yuppies with all this weed. Like, I have a hard time because I have to get it from this guy and from that guy because no one can supply all that I need at one time. Mm-hmm. I'm always running out. Mm-hmm. And if you can be the guy, like, we have a deal. Show me any of that. We have no idea why they're able to move. Like, if this is all it was, was just the idea of, hey, let's sell more weed, then, like, yeah, Timothy Chalamet is right for judging this dude. Like, why don't you just think to sell more weed, man? Hunter, well, he like, come on, just sell more of this. Yeah, and like maybe it is he helps with connections. Again, would have loved to see any of it, but instead they're just coming in and dumping bags of cash in the garage that yeah. I'm assuming Hunter, does he own it? Does he work for someone? <laughs> Order like, operator. We never, we never see who's running the garage. No. He just hangs out. He doesn't it. work there with anyone else. There's not even like another dude also working on a car there. Right. Yeah. It's it's oh, weird. weird. And yeah, we don't know what they're doing with their money. But then all of a sudden, at some point, I can't remember why. Daniel's like, we got to go. We got to go to Portland. We got to mm-hmm. We got to go. Bi-. And the guy's like, and Hunter's like, why do I? We, we got a good hookup with Dex. We don't need to go around Dex. What? Like, what do you what do you want to get at it? And the guy's and Daniel's like, well, I don't I don't want to sm- sell weed anymore i want to sell coke yep and hunter's like what the fuck <laughs> why why <laughs> what and he's just like it's more money he's like oh is this all about money is yeah, that we'll, all we'll this like, is to you we'll make more money selling coke than we could ever imagine selling weed and i'm like yeah so, but you're two like young dudes with no expenses it seems like this yeah. is going great for you guys it's the uh i call it the dark side of the american dream the answer mm-hmm. will always end up being more yeah walter yeah. white until something happens where you can't get no more and something happens where you can't get no more in this one so and it's it's also this moment like i think like hunter is trying to turn his life around we find out that like the girl he's dating who like he's like you and amy are the only people who see me for who i am is what he tells daniel and it's unclear how old amy is and it's also unclear how old hunter is Uh uh-huh 23, 24, Hunter, Amy, 16, 17, I don't know. Yeah, could Amy, Amy seems younger. Those are all numbers, and those, yeah. <laughs> younger those by most of a decade, yeah. 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 Um, And we find out that, like, she's the daughter of the cop that I mentioned before. Um, There's, like, again, it's leading up to Hurricane Bob, which who gives a fuck? I don't remember hearing about Hurricane Bob. <laughs> I don't give two dams. <laughs> But it's all yeah, you would have been there. 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been in Massachusetts. I would have been, been just in the down Northeast. the coast. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would have been. I remember in Hurricane Andrew from like '94 when I was in Texas and it hit whatever Florida. Like it didn't yeah. hit us, but I remember Hurricane Andrew. Yeah, I don't remember hearing about Bob. What about him? I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so it's like they for some reason then switched to this point where like everybody's listening to the radio the storm's hitting this sir the winds are this high such and such is happening we have evacuations going on blah 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 we see um amy in hunter's bed so she has to rush home and sneak in her dad catches her and she goes of all the guys in town it's got to be him the dad goes and talks to hunter and is basically like hey ma'am ace be buddies with your dad i know your dad's a piece of shit but he saved me from being a piece of shit so he knew Did, I, I could make something this happen. backstory, so he, but all right. Right. And you're just like, okay. okay. Like, what does the dad do now? Is it what it just, I we don't know enough about their dad. Prison. Yeah. Well, we know he's yeah. in the house at least. Cause I think we see him a couple times. Oh, that's Caleb right. Goes home. That's right. Yeah. But we don't know enough about the dad to like, is he abusive? Is he a drunk? Uh, can he not hold down a job? Like, what is wrong with Mr. Strawberry? You know what I'm saying? Jimmy. Jimmy Strawberry. <laughs> other than the name. Mr. Strawberry. Other than the name Strawberry, what's the problem with Mr. Strawberry? I mean, no one's that sounds like a strawberry in interview. His resume comes across like, the desk. That sounds like, the name of, sounds like the name of a book. Mr. What's, strawberry? What's, what's going on with Mr. Strawberry? <laughs> what, whatever Mr. happened? Strawberry. Whatever happened to Mr. Strawberry? Mr. Strawberry. And we, Chasing like, Mr. We, strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> we never find out but we find out the dad's a fuck up but he basically he became more of a fuck up to save calhoun so mm. i guess it's like calhoun's always been like i've been on your ass because i don't know it, they don't square the circle i don't no know idea. i don't know don't i think know all it does is, is plant the seed in, in hunter's mind that i'm the one i'm the fuck up i thought it was meant to be like this will help get hunter on the straight and narrow we'll dream bigger things want more for himself mm-hmm. yeah but ultimately what it winds up being is i think how i interpret it is hunter took that lesson to be like i'm a strawberry i sacrificed myself for my friends who could do something better because that's ultimately what winds up happening with daniel so daniel makes yeah. his way to portland maine which is it's at least probably like a five six hour drive it's not a quick jaunt to, <laughs> i didn't know how far that was it's not wow. close. I've okay. gone from I've gone from Providence, like Barrington, Rhode Island, to Prout's Neck, which is like due east on the like on the uh, coast. Hmm. It's not a quick drive. It's not like I didn't map it out, but it's not like a um two three hours. I'm gonna go to Portland. Like I don't think it's that close. You have to drive through okay. New Hampshire, most of Massachusetts, from the Cape <laughs> to get up there. So we're not just. Okay. Zipping up a when hike. a hurricane is approaching. Right. We could probably Google it right now. I don't care to. Ah. Um, but so like he drives up to meet the 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 Coke Kingpin, I guess. I don't know. And the guy's like, yeah. it's it's a creepy thing. I've never seen the movie um Boogie Nights, but I feel like it's like the Alfred Alfred. I've seen the Alfred Molina scene is with the drugs. Exactly yeah. what that felt like as yep. soon as you had yep. somebody playing the piano. You had, you had the guy with the yeah. really sweaty face doing the occasional the director's brother. Yep. Oh, I think no. Ezra mm. Ezra right. Bynum. Jesus Christ. Okay, but yeah, I've only seen that little bit. That is the only bit of Boogie Nights I have ever seen. Is oh, this is the same the scene, Alpha right? Molina? Yeah, it's the same. I was like, this yeah. is the same thing. Um. 
makes them do the drugs because this always has to happen. You got to test it. If you want to sell it, you got to kind of let me. I want you to know you're getting a good product. Okay. That's how this works. Mm-hmm. It's good shit. Let's go. It's good shit. Let's go, 17 year old. <laughs> right. Rip alive. Let's do cocaine wearing, together. Wearing a Jesse Jackson 1988 for president cap. Weird. Weird. What a weird choice. A weird choice. Makes him do a line of coke. Did, well, hold on. Do do we think that he was supposed to think this guy was black? Is that why he's wearing a Jesse Jackson hat? And he's meeting the, the cocaine kingpin? Otherwise, why are you I, wearing this hat? I don't know. Hmm. I think he wanted to look indiscreet. He doesn't. He looks <laughs> okay. Conspicuous you look crazy. Fuck. Yeah. 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 <sighs> he's like, come on, man. Try it. I feel like doing a line. I feel like you're just supposed to like dip the finger. Yeah, just a little bit on the gums or whatever is why I think. There you go. Let's maybe go, maybe you know. a little, but you know, the, the pinky nail. Yeah, I'm saying you just do a little yeah. dip. Yeah. Not. I remember not cops like you switch it out. Yeah. Whole thing. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's good. Bleh. They all start laughing at him. It was baby formula. Baby formula. You little bitch. Mm. You've never done a line of coke. You wouldn't know if it. Fucking smash you in the face, which nope. does happen. Yeah. Um, so it's very clear he doesn't. He's in it over his head, which is what Hunter warned. He had to go behind Dex's back, which Dex is like, if y'all don't deliver and do things, I have people who will harm you. I have no problem killing you. It's like it's been intimated that like you don't fuck with Dexter and his people because then you'll have to deal with Dexter's boss, and you don't want to deal with it. It's a man you'll you'll never see. Um, but he's bad. Yeah, so he goes up to Portland, tries about the guy's like, I know who you are. I know Dexter's not going to like this. So I'm just going to take your money. Not going to give you any drugs. I'm going to take your money. Yep. And I'm going to tell yeah, you, yeah. get as far away as possible and don't ever come back or don't look <laughs> back, whatever. And they're just laughing at him. Half naked dudes, uh, sweating, giggling, <laughs> throwing the piano. It, it gets wild. This is after he fired a gun to get her to stop playing the piano. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah. then... And then there's like this weird cut where Daniel is driving, hustling, and gets to a payphone and answers it, and it's Dexter. Mm-hmm. Where is this payphone? How did he know to be there? How did sure Dexter know he'd be like, I didn't quite understand that. I'm like, is that their regular spot at a certain time of day? He's going to get a call, and that's the spot. And he had yeah, to rush perhaps. to get there. I'd, but we don't know. I don't know. And you got you to show it two or three more times then if that's the case. Yeah. It just, yeah, showing us that, like, this is the regular. He always calls mm-hmm. on Tuesday at 4 p.m. So this is part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense. And all Dexter says to him is, you broke my heart. That's it. Mm. Which, <laughs> all right, buddy. You know the deal. Yeah. So it's very obvious he's in trouble. He goes to Hunter first and is just like, I just need to say to goodbye to your sister, blah, blah, blah. Hunter's like... I forget what Hunter said because this is part of the movie where I'm just like, oh no, Hunter, we're tying in. No, he pointed the gun at him. And oh, he's that's like, oh, right. Say goodbye to your sister. Okay, like, Timothy mm-hmm. doesn't have an accent at any. I'm gonna count to one. I'm gonna count to three. <laughs> They're in a torrential downpour, wind blowing. Because again, we're in the middle. Hurricane, hurricane is happening. Hit. He's like, I'm gonna count to three. He's like, I just need to talk to her. I need to say goodbye. It's just like ultimately, like get out of here. And then we have this like. Dexter's driving, Timothee's driving, the sister's driving. Everything is converging but just missing. Dexter gets there. He's like, where's your buddy? He I never stopped by. Hunter covers for Daniel. And guess what that gets him? His fucking head blown off. Yep. Boom. Brain splattered everywhere. 
dead everywhere it seemed like this happened in pretty quick succession so i don't know how she didn't hear this because michaela then comes like rushing in the side door sees her brother there no reaction as far no. as i can tell i didn't hear nope. a scream i didn't hear pretty sure dude does not have a head or maybe well, he was everyone around, around her dies she's used to it by now that's right mm-hmm. you're right and yeah. she doesn't mm-hmm. care Right. But she is able to walk through the garage and see Dexter in his car getting ready to leave. So I was like, either point. Dexter That's shot him point. and then hung out for a little bit. I don't know, maybe he looked for some money. I don't know what he did. He's the man's a psychopath. But she should have heard the gunshot. Like this, the That's timing very is very off because then Dexter drives off. Timothy gets to her house. She's not there. He sees the photo. I think realizes, oh, she must have gone to Hunter. I got to get out of here. He takes off. She is left in the rain watching Dexter pull away. And then this is where the narrator is like, I don't know what what led me to look out the window <laughs> that exact moment. But I saw her standing out there. And I'm the last person to see her alive. And I was like, oh, she, she died. Care. Right? So she died? She died? <laughs> no, she just left. Yeah, she's uh, yeah. just Daniel just leaves as well. We don't know where he went. He just took off, never returned. Hunter died. No one went to his funeral, but four people. The Cahoons maybe paid for it. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Michaela made it as far. Last time anybody saw her was Peoria, Illinois. Who? There. How? And you don't want to end up there. Don't in Peoria. God knows. <laughs> no. Well, well, and see, this is what I was saying before. Where this makes the the fact that this is mostly based on a true story it makes his ending so much worse. It's like, okay, so these are real people that we're talking about for this movie. These are real people. You're making a major motion picture. You could it's not a major. Some... This was an indie film. You're, anyway, you're making you're making a feature length film. You could do you could, the amount of research you'd have to do is less than they do on like who do you think you are? You track down a person who's probably still alive right now. Just like yeah, find yeah. this person. Census sure. records are a thing. I, I mean, yeah. do, do any research, d- then don't make it based on a true story. Cut that part out, and I'm like, well, this is just a poorly written film. <laughs> I'm fine with that, but it's like, oh, you just got lazy. The truth is out there. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I love the X Files. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so <gasps> then it, any, any other thoughts about the ending? Because it just ends, and we're like, oh, he got West. You see a guy on a motorcycle driving into the. I don't know. Who it's so by. fucking stupid. The we have to talk is... about the hurricane, a billion dollars worth of damages. I don't fucking know. Nor no, do so I no, care. No, what, what had me there, the narrator says, they say it caused a billion dollars of damage. Bitch, it happened 15 years ago. It's in the record. Yeah, like, like 25 years ago. I'm sorry, 26 years ago-ish. Look it up. They say. The number is there. They say. You can find out how much it, like, this is a, this is a knowable fact. They say people around the East Bar say it cost a billion dollars of damage. People died, he mentioned again. But I'm like, and name them. I'm like, are these real people? Should I I check on that? Like, what? Just so weird. The uh the how long the jump from when they talked about moving into cocaine to him actually going up to do to the cocaine, was that the same day? It was either the same day or the next day. day? Like two, three days. Right away. Yeah. and then he gets that phone call, and then when is Hunter? Is it Hunter Strawberry? Hunter, Hunter Strawberry. Strawberry. <laughs> Hunter Strawberry. How, how many days after that until he's dispatched? I mean, my God, same day, it's like within so hours, quick. so quick, yeah. and it was all because he wanted more something. 
Just yep. just because he wanted more. I All want right. it, I want more. Okay, yeah. I'm an I'm an idiot. It's a three hour drive from oh. Cape Cod to Portland. Well, but if, it's it still like a pretty long longer. drive. That's not it's not close. Yeah. yeah. If you okay. have to like get a phone call, I really thought it was further. Anyway, um, but yeah, it just the t- like there were timing things. That I think that's where they were like trying to use the hurricane. It was almost like in White Squall where they were like play the radio to give us like, oh, the Bay of Pigs is happening. Oh, mm-hmm. do we go to the you know? <laughs> so it might have been some of that. I don't know, but it was just no. It was not. It was not good. It's it's it completely unnecessary. Like it just doesn't add. Set this movie in some other little beach town. Do not make yeah. it a true story. Cut Amityville. out all this extraneous shit. Well, not him, perhaps not Amityville, but mm. <laughs> put, it, put it somewhere else. Yeah. Means no. friendship. Oh, well, wow. Getting eaten by a shark. Yeah, friendship yeah. town. But yeah, no, the movie. Or is it just Amity? Like... It's just Amity. Yeah. Well, okay, keep going. No, is it? Well, Amity's from Jaws. Amityville is from the Amityville horror. Yeah. yeah, I was I was thinking Jaws more, mm. and I just mm. missed it up. Maybe yeah, these no. two guys can uh, can head over to Provincetown and and be in love with each other because that's where that's that's True. that's where yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's that's, that's, that's been that's been the place it, it ain't far it ain't far from Cape Cod they can, can they, honest, they can be honest about who they are yeah well the, I think I said in the beginning that a problem I had with this movie was like a lot of the stylistic choices that they made the movie and you know. The change take the look of it out of it, whatever. There's no early 90s music in this movie at all, and the, no. the music is no. all like Motown and doo wop music. And it, it doesn't. And when you first see um Hunter Strawberry, he's over here in like a leather coat looking like James Dean. I'm yeah. like, well, what and driving like a 1960s Mustang. And I'm like, what are we doing yeah. with these? And it's not just in that moment. It is throughout the movie. Oh, a yeah. lot oh, yeah. of music from the 60s. And like mm. the same song repeated more like over and over again. Uh, Chucky mm. Johnson's I Don't Want to I Don't Wanna Cry. There you go. And I had heard a theory the about Oh, that's the these the I'm sure these are names of, of things. Um all the young I, dudes fought the hoople. Okay. Oh, I hey know the song oh, okay. did not Mata, know anything yeah. about Mata Hoople but never heard I, of Mata I, Hoople but I I heard I heard a theory not not really a theory it's actually true the the writers of Saved by the Bell were all older guys who like grew up in the 50s and they wanted like a show set in modern times but similar to the shows that they were used to back in the 50s oh. that's why there's a a diner that they all go to yeah um oh. there's like the jock there's and a jock and a nerd and, like and yeah yeah um, but in this case, makes sense. The, the, I think the writer is a young guy, so I guess that's I don't know why yeah. I even said it, but uh, it, it would explain something. Yeah. But instead, it's just it's confusing. Instead, it was it's like are, it, it almost was like, are you trying to harken back to like American graffiti? Like I don't. It was just like a such a weird choice that the music is like mostly sixties, seventies. You might get like a late eighties hit. Like uh, I think it was. Because I could Shazam the shit out of this movie, which very rarely happens yeah. that you actually get like known songs that Shazam can figure out every single song. But there was like the at the arcade, there was like a Tommy T song, uh, One More Try. I think that's probably the most recent song, minus a hip hop song. More in the beginning. Try. Yeah, that weird hip hop song. No, no, not, not much. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that one. Not that one. Uh, you know, the, the music was strange. The cars were strange, except for the Corvette. It just it, it it it. I don't know. 
it it felt strange to me that we were gonna have a movie set in the early '90s about selling weed. We don't hear any like grunge music at all. We don't see yeah. anyone that they sell to wearing like flannel. None of the things that you would think of as like markers of the early '90s are in this movie whatsoever, except for that yeah. one shot of them playing Street Fighter Two in the arcade. Yep, that's literally yep. it. It was weird. It yeah. Was weird. Yeah, well, one of the things we like doing on this pod is taking a look at a minor character to see if this movie was the start of big things or the peak of their whole career. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Dana, who are we going to dive on this week? So I actually kind of wanted to touch upon the director. Okay. Because he doesn't actually have a ton of credits, but his next big thing was supposed to be Magazine Dreams. So Elijah Bynum wrote and directed this. Um, I saw some stuff that was like, oh, this like, like hot shot prodigy kid is oh, making no. this movie. And there were all these things where it's like, he's never written or directed anything before. And I was like, yeah, fucking shows. Because um, <laughs> it's okay. I'm being very cruel. But his next movie is, which I think like originally sounded very interesting because it also that one premiered at Sundance Film Festival in 2023. I'd been hearing a lot of hype about it, a lot of excitement about it. Then one Jonathan Majors, the star oh. and I think producer of that film, had, had had an incident in New York, may have killed Marvel single-handedly. Because I, I, hope, I, hope like, he, I hope he didn't do it. <laughs> We don't have an education yet. I hope he didn't do it. I think he was already like. There's been like tr- trial stuff happening. Been progress, right? But I don't. I don't know where it stands right now. I could look it up, but I feel because Magazine Dreams was supposed to be like I've heard, like I listened to a lot of movie podcasts. I follow different like pop culture things. People were excited about it. Is that the um, bodybuilder one? Yes, it's That's about inspiring. I remember hearing it. I remember oh. hearing hearing about that one a long time ago and being like, oh, we'll probably end up being like. Uh, Moonlight or something like that. Like, like it, mm. it's, it's it's an indie hit and it'll be like nominated for shit. And then it it had a lot of hype. Hear about it again. <laughs> um, it also ran into an so it's about a, a bodybuilder who struggles to find human connection in his in this exploration of celebrity and violence. Mm. Uh, Jonathan Majors gets like ripped for it. So there's the Jonathan Majors of it all, and then also at the premiere, um, everybody walked out because there wasn't captioning on it <clears throat> and marley matlin was like a oh god she's one of the jurors oh, oh my god <laughs> that oh also became god, a headline way. of like everybody walks out of oh jesus um, magazine dreams <laughs> and then when you had to like look in like the seventh paragraph and it was like oh because the caption <sighs> didn't work and like no one went back so oh, like the caption didn't every... work i thought they like just didn't make a caption for the film if the caption didn't um... work that's just really bad luck like it I malfunctioned. Was, okay. Yes, okay. it malfunctioned. I thought they made the say. choice not to create like a caption for their film. Okay, no. that's a lot sadder. That's just bad luck. It's bad luck oh, upon no. bad luck. Yeah. It had like a decent uh review, like 85% of 91 critics gave it a positive review. It was uh bought by Searchlight and it will be released in December on We'll see. The strike and all. And all. Well, right. December 8th, 2023. But I just was like, oh, it's a black writer-director. You know, in the in the classic words of Issa Ray, I root for everybody black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And it's just his next feature. Yeah. 
it's deeply unfortunate. That's yeah. deeply unfortunate. But that's his does... first feature. Well, it, he got Timothee. Good yeah, on him. Well, but yeah. you got you got somebody, but look what you did with it. Uh exactly. that that does bring us to the end of this episode, and just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to have some superlatives. I only have a few, and they were hard to fucking do because this movie is mm-hmm. we don't get a lot of development here, but Amy is most likely to say, Yeah, I really can't explain it. I just like the bad boys. Mm-hmm. Michaela is most likely to seduce, and Danny is most likely to make millions in the recreational cannabis industry. I think mm-hmm. he's gonna be one of those guys who's like 60 years old and running a grow house or whatever. Um, this next movie is Dave's pick. Yeah. Dave, what are we gonna watch next? I wonder if we've been wanting to watch this movie for a while. Pop back up on streaming again. 1993, a great year for life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess. Uh, it's a football movie. Uh, okay. Sean Astin, John Favreau, Ned Beatty, oh. Charles S. Dutton, Vince Vaughn. Oh, Jesus. It's, it's, it's hacky. It's, <sighs> It's supposed to be a feel-good movie. It makes you feel good. I know you know. We're going to watch Rudy. Yeah. And we're, we're going to talk about Rudy. I hope everybody likes Rudy. Because oh. I don't know what to tell you. I kind of like Rudy. It's it's uh. fitting you pick this. So I've got my um, our 20-year high school union is this weekend. And uh, our high school wrestling coach was Rudy's brother. So we got that going yep. for us. Mick Rudiger. Oh. Mick Rudiger. Yeah, rest in peace, Mick Rudiger. But uh, oh. yeah, that was Rudy's, Rudy's dead. No, well, I don't know if Rudy's dead, but Mick is. Oh, dead. you're your wrestling yeah. coach. Our wrestling coach and gym coach, and uh, he okay, bow legged like had rickets. Um, I'm gonna spoil this now. Never seen this film. Really? Oh, okay. Well, now I'm excited to watch it. This is gonna be fun. All right, Never guys, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Recap and Gallon Pod. That is R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. And join our Facebook group, the Recap and Gallon Fan Club. We'll keep those discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you to jump in and let us know what you think. But if you didn't put your heard, to quote Michaela, suck a fucking dick, asshole. Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week.